Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Apostle Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and thank you again for tuning back in to our prophetic conversations with Dr. Benjamin. We had an awesome conversation on our last session talking about the importance of having a prophet in your life and also talking about who can prophesy, and as well as the difference between the prophets and the psychics. And so if you did not hear that episode, make sure to go back and listen to that episode. But again, today we are honored to have Dr. Benjamin here with us to begin to talk on part two about ways you can increase your prophetic gifts and just a little bit more. So thank you again for joining us again, Dr. Benjamin, and we appreciate for having you on again today. Thank you, Dr. Watkins. Always a pleasure and an honor to be with you on this amazing podcast, which I enjoy. And as I said last time, I am a subscriber on Apple Podcasts for, uh, you know, with this amazing uh, uh, podcast that you have. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and I'm honored to even know that you you are subscribed. So that is a true blessing to me as well. So listeners, we're going to go ahead in and just continue to dive in because I know you guys are excited and want to know about the prophetic and know more. And, you know, I have for a long time, for those that are listening and you feel like that, you know, you hear the voice of God on your life for a long time, I, you know, had a prophetic gift and, did not know how to cultivate it until I came across a, a leader and a pastor that cultivated that gift. And like Dr. Benjamin said in the last episode, being able to surround yourself uh, in the atmosphere of the prophetic, getting in the prophetic play, ministry to cultivate your gift and know more about it. And so it was important for me to do that. And as I began to expand out, even as a pastor, I had to become comfortable with my gift because for a long time, you know, I was so used to Dr. Benjamin, you know, those that, you know, would bring the word together and able to give three points and eloquently do the exegesis and do all of that. And I was like, well, Lord, you know, it seemed like Dr. Benjamin sometimes all the time when I would get up and minister, it was just like the Holy Spirit would cause me to begin to prophesy and speak into others' lives. But then uh, the enemy would come in and say, um, you know, you need to, you know, break the word down. You need to give the word, you know, because all the people are going to say is all you do is just prophesy. And then I had to remember that that is the word of the Lord and I had to be obedient to what God says and so there may be someone that is listening on the call today don't shy away from the gift that God has called you to because you are needed in this end time you are needed in this time in this season and so for a, a while back I had pulled back a little bit because you know trying to be uh, politically correct scripturally biblically right, wise right. and all of that but in the process, I was um, really losing a part of that prophetic part of me because that's, that was who God had called me to be. And so we have to be able to embrace uh, who God has called us to be. Do you, do you agree with that, Dr. Benjamin? 
Absolutely, and just to add on to what you beautifully put across, uh, until you embrace uh, the totality and the fullness of what God has called you to be, you you haven't started walking in uh, in your purpose yet. Your mm -hmm. purpose starts on that edge where you say, "This is who I am, and I am going to be unapologetically that." And that is where you begin to see results in your ministry and in your life. Yes, yes. So embrace what you've been called to do. Whatever God has called you to do, make sure to embrace that because you will be the best you when you embrace who God has called you to be. And so with Absolutely. that being said, uh, Dr. Benjamin, we're going to continue and just want to ask you, what are some ways uh, for us to increase our prophetic gifting in Christ or our prophetic anointing? Right. So uh, uh, I think that's a great question. Uh, and just to kind of go rewind to the last podcast that I had when I was on, I, I did mention that uh, prophecy is uh, pretty much the gift of communicating or the gift of hearing uh, or the ability of hearing from God. So, uh, you know, prophecy is, is communication with God. So I want you to think about this. How are you going to increase uh, communication between, say, maybe a husband and a wife, a boyfriend and a girlfriend, is by mm -hmm. regular communication, by relationship. And I believe the same way uh, for the prophetic and hearing from God is your relationship with God matters. So there are three main ways that I... I talk about uh, in uh, that I'll share with you just in a minute uh, of increasing your prophetic gift. I call them my three P's. The first P is prayer, and that's again what I was talking about relationship with with God. So, and also when we begin to talk of prayer, I'm talking of prophetic prayer. I'm talking of praying in the spirit. Uh, that will really, really open up to you. Uh, doors and locked channels for God mm -hmm. to be able to speak uh, to you and for you to speak to him as well. So be a person of prayer. Uh, for example, I'll give an example. I'm, I'm not saying this to, uh, you know, to blow my own trumpet or anything. I have literally reserved uh, one day every week just for praying and fasting. Mm -hmm. Every Wednesday for me is a praying and fasting day. I uh, know I need it because I'm a prophetic person. I need to uh, keep my system clear. And yeah. prayer does that. Uh, another thing for others that you could try and do is perhaps maybe put aside 15, 15 to 30 minutes every day just dedicated to speaking to God through prayer, particularly praying in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Second, second way, and this is underrated by many. <laughs> See, uh, uh, prophecy is, um, is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. And any gift that God has given you for it to be sharpened, it could be a gift of singing, gift of music, uh, gift of communication, is sharpened by practice. That's the second P, practice. Yeah. See, uh, practice will really perfect your gift. What do I mean by that? 
every opportunity that you get to uh, prophesy or to speak into the life of somebody, uh, you know, go for it. You know, if you've got a cat, prophesy to your cat, <laughs> your dog. <laughs> yes, yes. The more you keep practicing, uh, the, the stronger you get because every time you prophesy, every time you hear the voice of God, it, your system records that instance. Okay, so you know that, oh, this is what I felt when mm -hmm. I saw this. This is what happened when this happened. And by doing that, your confidence increases and you get better and better and better. And, uh, you know, I'm speaking to somebody right now. I, I didn't want to do this, but I feel at this point, uh, Dr. Watkins, I don't know who is listening to this podcast right now. They will get in touch with you. Somebody needs to uh, take that step of faith and leap out and to start to prophesy, I don't know if it's something they need to do online, like an online prophetic ministry or something of that nature. And God says this, your, uh, your ground of, uh, you know, and it's a practice, you know, like, you know, you know how we say this, like uh, a, a doctor has a practice. You know, the mm -hmm. same thing, a prophet has a practice. What, what is your, the prophetic practice? Prophesying. Mm -hmm. And God says, you are going to be prophesying and practicing on real people online by simply mm -hmm. encouraging them and giving them exhortation. I, I just, I, it just came yeah. right fresh. Yeah. I just had to release yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Whoever then that lastly, is, it. <laughs> yeah. sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just telling the listeners, if you're hearing the prophet, receive that word and be obedient. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And the last P, uh, Dr. Watkins, is prophetic priest. A prophetic priest is a prophetic mentor. Everybody should have a prophetic mentor. See, uh, your mentor is going to help you and show you other means and ways by which you can tap into the Spirit of God and hear the voice of God and shortcut the learning curve. Uh, your prophetic priest will show you the pitfalls in the prophetic. They'll show you what, you what you can do, what you can't do. They'll give you impartation. They'll pray for you. They'll give you uh, comfort and encouragement. Uh, so I would say those are the three things that anybody uh, that really wants to grow, find yourself a mentor. Find yourself yeah. a, uh, a prayer closet and find yourself a platform where you can practice. And I'm telling you, you'll just begin to increase and increase as you do these three things. Yes, and I, I agree with that totally 100%. You know, I share with people also, you know, um, you, a lot of times when I have to prepare to minister to go out, I just, you know, set the atmosphere. You know, you have to set the right. atmosphere. And a lot of times I'm very careful about what I let go into my eye gates and my ear gates. That's it. What I watch, because certain things that you watch, it will contaminate your seeing. It will contaminate, I believe that wholeheartedly. And so when I know, even when I'm having to go minister, there are times where I'll fast and shut in and um, just get in the presence of the Lord and just, clear my spirit and pray, like you said, and just hear and begin to ask the Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, what is it that you desire to reveal to those that I'm going to have to minister to? And you have to be patient to wait and hear and not force it. And you just wait until you hear the Lord 
come and speak to you. And I've, each time that I've done it, and like you said, not to toot my own horn, but just to give the people an example of how the Lord moves and increases it, is that you can be praying and listening, and you're not forcing it. You're waiting for him to bring revelation and things to you. When you begin to do that, he'll open up visions for you to be able to see. He'll give you details that you did not know. Right. Because I remember having to minister at a service, and I was praying for this particular leader, and I was like, well, Lord, I need to hear what you have to say for this leader. And he gave me a date, and I said, well, Lord, what is that date? And he gave me a little bit of information about it, you know, just enough. And so when I had gotten to the ministry and began to minister, the Lord had ministered that date, and it was the date that uh, the pastor had started ministry, and the Lord had ministered some things to him on that. And so right. if we just sit and I like to say soak and bask in the presence of the Lord. That is another way that you can greatly increase your gift. But you have to be willing to be patient and be, and just want, like you said, to have that relationship and not worship and you know not rush the Lord. It is very very important. That relationship is everything because you see it's 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 your it's your best friend, isn't it? That know yes. more about you. Yes, yes. If those people closer to you that know how much money you've got in the bank, right? <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. Yeah. Yes, Dr. Benjamin, what are some ways that, uh, or what are some reasons why uh, the prophetic word may not come to pass? If you could share that with us. Okay, so that's a, um, a big subject. Actually, I've, I've written about that extensively. I, um, yeah, but I'll just... Uh, maybe answer that in a nutshell. Of course, the very first reason why a prophetic word will not come to pass is because the word was not divinely inspired. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if a, and the Bible talks about this, presumptuous prophets, people that speak when God hasn't uh, called them or pushed them to speak a word. Mm -hmm. They speak from their mind, they speak from uh, what they think is going to happen, they are guessing the mind of God. So, of course, that's not going to happen. Clearly, it didn't come from God. Then, there are other factors like, you know, there's people that say, my prophecy hasn't come to pass just because they are not patient enough to mm -hmm. wait for mm -hmm. the fulfillment of the prophecy. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, so, <laughs> see, it, it's a, it's called the time factor. See, every prophetic word has a a, a timeline mm -hmm. in God's calendar, in God's agenda. There is a timeline by which that prophecy will be fulfilled. All right. So think think of the likes of um, Abram. Abram and Sarah, they had a prophetic mm -hmm. word that, hey, you mm -hmm. are going to have a son. Son took time to come. Oh, they started doubt, doubting God. Oh, maybe let's try something else, right? Yes, <laughs> but yes. that son was coming in God's time. Then there's other things as well that cause uh, prophetic words not to come to pass is, for example, the attitude of the recipient of that word. Of course, they'll tell you, oh, my prophecy hasn't come to pass. But actually, there is no automatic prophecy. There is no prophecy that automatically manufactures itself. Mm -hmm. See, because mm -hmm. prophecy is done by faith. Romans 12, 6. Prophecy is done 
through the proportion or through the level of faith, okay, on the, the speaker as well as the recipient. Yes, See that? Yes, so yes. here's the question that I'd like to ask. Have you walked in the obedience mm -hmm. of the word that you've been given? Mm-hmm. That's huge. And, yes. and I know you would have experienced this, Dr. Watkins, many believers, and this is a, a plague in the church. People just want prophet, men of God, <laughs> woman of God, prophetess, prophesy over my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I prophesy that you're going to be a business person. You're going to be a millionaire. Thank you. I receive, right? And then they go home. They don't start a business. Right. They don't do <laughs> nothing about it. It's not going to happen because that yes. prophetic word is dependent on you moving in obedience in the direction of that word. Yes. yes. So I believe that if you wait long enough, have enough faith, there's no word that will fall to the ground. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Paul was speaking to Timothy. And he said to Timothy, he says this, Timothy, I've given you some prophetic words. And these prophetic words that I've given to you wage a war with them. He says, I want you to wage a good war with these words, these prophetic words. What he meant was, your prophetic word is your ammunition against mm. the devil. See? The, the, you, God give you a prophetic word. Yes, you are going to have fruit. You're going to have the you're going to have the fruit of the womb, right? right That's a prophetic right, word. Right. That they get. You're going to get uh, the fruit of the womb, and when you get that prophetic word, you have to take that word and wrestle with that word. Yes. To say the Lord told me this is going to happen. This is going to come to pass, and then hold on to it. Uh, I think if you want to read that uh, into a bit more detail, First Timothy one verses 18 to 19. So use your prophetic word as your ammunition and it will come to pass. Awesome. Yes, yes. So Dr. Benjamin, what do you believe the responsibility of the church is when it comes to preserving the prophetic voice? Okay, so this is huge and I believe we spoke briefly about how God is cleansing the prophetic uh, the prophetic world and everything, prophecy, prophetic. Uh, I believe that the, the church should keep the prophetic office, the prophetic gift pure. No mm -hmm. gimmicks. See, there's too right. many gimmicks. <laughs> yes. And this is what's putting off many, you see. Too many tricks and too many... Uh, fakey, fakey stuff. It, yes. it just upsets me so much to see that you know the 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 prophetic is powerful enough with no without right. any gimmicks, <laughs> without right. any tricks, right? <laughs> yes. The, the the problem is this: the the false prophet is pointing people to himself and not mm -hmm. pointing people to Christ. Mm -hmm. They're pointing people to personalities not mm -hmm. to the person of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And I believe that in order for uh, the prophetic to be preserved, we, the church, should stamp out and walk out of all of these uh, egotistical uh, prophetic uh, movements and, and things where there's a hero worship. 
you know, for all right. I knew. You right. know, if you look at biblical prophets, they were humble, the most yes, humble were. people. <laughs> they, they were so unassuming, but so powerful. Yes. See, yes. they didn't bring uh, a, uh, uh, you know, people to them. <laughs> they brought people mm -hmm. to, to, to God. And it wasn't a fanfare. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a fan club. You know, yeah. it wasn't this. It wasn't like a a, a personal movement. And right. Unfortunately, because people are, are are desperate, they are hungry. They want breakthrough in their lives. They want this thing to move. They want this and that. And somebody comes to them and they say, "Listen, I can tell you this." And they God uses them uh, to bring breakthrough. Then the next thing, that's the person. So. I actually preach against the reliance of prophets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yet, yet, yet I'm a prophetic voice. I know you need one. But <laughs> what, what, what do I mean by that? I'm trying to cause the church to grow up, to know that you can hear God for yourself. Yes. Of course, the levels differ and the mantles differ. I get it. The offices differ. I get it. But once you begin to... Uh, see God for yourself, and uh, it will it will humble a lot of prophets. It will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or so-called prophets. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in 100% agreement with it. You know, every time someone says, you know, uh, Pastor, you know, uh, you know, this word came to pass, or that, you know, you spoke this, blah blah blah. I say, to God be the glory, and I to mean God that 100%. <laughs> yes, none of me, all of God. It wasn't me. Don't acknowledge me. I'm don't lift me up. <laughs> I'm just his vessel. You That's know? right. Do not want to get in trouble with God, and don't get me in trouble with God. I, to, to Him be all the glory. I could not have got that information without Him, and and that's the one hundred percent truth. And I think we need to acknowledge that. And you know, and I, I believe that's very important. You know, even now, even in ministry, a lot of people don't understand um, the prophetic church, and you know, a lot of people uh, talk against the prophetic church, even with the ministry that I'm in, and you know, they all sometimes say, well, that's a cult, or you're operating in witchcraft, because they don't realize yeah. that pro the prophetic, uh, that's that the word is prophetic. The Bible is prophetic. You know, yes. from the beginning of Genesis all the way to Revelations, and it's a prophetic Bible. And so to say that it's operating in witchcraft because you're prophesying, that is an error because there are many prophets. If 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 we would clearly read our Bible of all the prophets in the Old and New Testament, we would surely know that that's. You know, even though there are people that act, operate in witchcraft, but when you hear the voice of God, like you talked about in the last episode, then you know that you're hearing from God. So many believe right. that if you're in a, in a member of a prophetic church, that you must be operating in a cult or in witchcraft. So right. what would you say to those that, that believe okay. that? Okay. <laughs> so I, I, can, I can really answer your question very well because I used to be in one, all right? I left <laughs> I left one, okay? So I, I will, I will I'll talk about that in just a minute. I'll share my experience. But there's one thing, just flipping back to the previous point, uh, Dr. Watkins. Yes. Uh, why? And the, uh, Paul talks about this in the Bible about, um, he says, even though I may have the gift of prophecy, I may understand all mysteries, all knowledge, I may have everything, I may move mountains, but if I don't have love, yes. I'm nothing. First Corinthians 13. I'm nothing. And I believe that element of love is lacking in most prophetic ministry because they mm -hmm. they get a big 
ego, a big head, and again, yeah. you know what happens when Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty gets on the wall and his head becomes so big, uh, when Humpty falls down, all the king's horses and all the king's men won't be able to put him back together again, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, the thing is that when God uses you in incredible ways, if you want God to use you more, stay humble. Yes. Love God's people. Don't forget the reason why you got into ministry, see? And there are many... Okay, I'll give you an example. I was watching some time, uh, a few years back. There's a prophet out of America. I loved him so much. I love mm -hmm. the prophetic word, his energy, his prayer on the stage, and accurate prophetic words. And then, I don't know, something went wrong, I think, the... Uh, one of the musicians or something, they hit a wrong note on the piano or something, mm -hmm. and he just went loose, like a loose wow. cabin. I mean, it was like worship, worship, and all of a sudden, he just started having a go at these poor, pure, poor, poor musicians. Oh, Whoa. bless them. They're doing their best, trying <laughs> right. to, you know, follow him and what he was doing, but he just started telling them, oh, why do you come to church and you haven't practiced? Why? Jeez. I'm like, my, and that was the last day I ever <laughs> watched him. Jesus. Is, is God using him? Absolutely. But mm -hmm, he needs to mm -hmm. fix that character. He needs to right. fix that love. Right. Yeah, he's got to fix it. But anyway. I digress. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so let me deal with this, my story, right? I used to be in a prophetic cult, and the problem is this, again, hero worship. In this place that I was, it was always the prophet said, the prophet said this, the prophet mm -hmm. says, the mm -hmm. prophet says. I'm like, okay, where is Jesus in all of this? Exactly. Thing? Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> this is, Dr. Watkins, this is what people see from the outside. And I don't blame them because actually, right. to be fair, most prophetic cults are personality cults, I'm sorry to say. Right, right. Where I was, literally, it had to be, oh, the prophet said this. Okay, the prophet, let's watch the prophet's video. Let's do everything. I'm like, okay, so when are we actually going to give Jesus the limelight on right. here? Yes. See, and guess yes. what I did? I walked away, not from the prophetic, but I walked away from a personality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I started looking at Jesus, and I still believe 100% in the prophetic. I teach people the prophetic. I, I haven't lost belief in the prophetic, see? Because mm -hmm. the prophetic has been polluted, doesn't yes. mean that there yes. isn't a pure and a pure prophetic sacrifice out there. See, so yes. um, many people believe that if you're a member of a prophetic church, then you're in a cult because most prophetic churches operate like cults. Jesus. So something's got to change. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. say something against the, the, the prophet, the man of God, oh, oh, they'll fight you like, you know, they'll attack you on Facebook <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. You're going to drop dead tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say something about Jesus, there'll be mum, nothing. Yes, yes. See? So I don't blame people who see that. We just have to, as the body of Christ, grow and mature and uh, stay humble. The greatest prophets, uh, the most powerful ones, to, in my opinion, are the most humble ones. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, so it's, it's not easy to differentiate the 
you know, to a, mm -hmm. an outsider that listen, this is just the personality of this guy. He's just his, his character is out of is out of kilter. That's right. it. Right. <laughs> but it's difficult to explain that, right? <laughs> It is because I've seen it. I've seen it many a times, Doctor Benjamin, and you know, and it's nothing wrong with the Lord blessing you, but it's I've seen that the prophet has this, the prophet, you know, he's got this car, and it's like, yeah. you know, they follow him like a reality show, and you know, right. it's just like, and it, you know, it's okay for us to be blessed. God wants us to be blessed, but we have to make sure that we know where our source comes from and draw the people to Christ, not to us, and that is so hundred percent. That is so key. So I really, I really appreciate you bringing that point out. And if we do that, we won't operate, you know, we won't be operating in a cult and in witchcraft and the ministry will operate under the spirit and the unction of the Holy Spirit and we will see true power because there's Absolutely. a lot of prophecy but not a lot of power, you know, Amen. because it's, it's, it's in self. And one thing that I know that when there's true prophecy from the Lord and we're wanting to be humble before the Lord, if we humble ourselves under the Lord, he will do the exalting. And so if we Amen. humble ourselves before for the Lord, as you said, Dr. Benjamin, and hear the voice of God and just say, Lord, I just want to hear your voice for the people. Lord, whatever you want to do in my life to, to further your kingdom, that's what I desire to happen because I want to be in line with your will. When the church gets back to that, I think yes. we will see what, one of the greatest revivals, and I believe the, the prophetic gifting will be even, uh, prophetic anointing, that wave will be even stronger um, in, in the world when we all realize that we have to get back all to the simple thing of acknowledging who Christ is, and then we'll Absolutely. see the greater power. Because God won't release his power on those, you know, you'll have the gift, but that anointing, it will not increase if, if you're just, you know, getting it out for yourself. But when you yes. truly humble yourself, the oil, people will see the oil. And like you said in the last episode, you will see change. There will be true yes. change. It won't be just yes. head knowledge. It won't be just knowledge. But no. it will be uh, the manifestation like the apostles where there were signs following those that believed. I know this. Absolutely. Yes. So. That's just a great point. Well, I thank you so much, Dr. Benjamin. And I want to just ask, you know, if you would just close us out with the word of prayer and if there's anything that you hear for the listeners at that time that you could share and just pray for our listeners, those that, you know, they may be lacking and they feel like they're in a spiritual drought and they want to hear more from God. If you could just pray for us and the listeners uh, right now, if you don't mind. Amen. Amen. Just before I pray, I hear the spirit of the living God saying that, uh, Thus says the Lord, there will be a rising of a great army of ready prophetic voices. Yes, Lord. Ready yes, prophetic Lord. voices. Yes. I hear the Father saying that I am bringing a shift in this season and this time of your life. Yes. Where I will use you like I've never done before. Yes. The Father says that even in this season and at this time, I am causing you to graduate from times of testing, times of trial, and I am refining your faith and strengthening you for what I have ahead for you. Prepare, says the Lord, for I am causing you to get ready to go to war to go to war as a prophetic voice. Hallelujah. And I'm going to use you, says the Lord, to bring a mighty harvest. It will be bountiful. It will be plentiful. 
says the Spirit of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to be on this amazing podcast with Dr. Watkins. Thank you, Lord, that even in the body of Christ we can join hands together and work together and not work against each other. I thank you, God, for the opportunity to be on this platform. I pray a blessing on Dr. Watkins and entire ministry staff and all the people that help him, their followers and listeners on this podcast. Bless them abundantly in the name of Jesus. I speak increase. Increase with no bounds in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I want to pray right now for that individual out there maybe feeling lost, maybe feeling a bit forlorn, maybe feeling like they can't hear your voice. I pray, God, that may simply listening to this podcast today, may it ignite something supernatural in them. May they begin to see in the realm of the Spirit, dream dreams, hear your voice, sense you more. Lord, touch somebody even right now for your glory. Lord, we'll thank you. We'll give you all the glory as we put everything into your most able hands with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen, amen, amen again. Thank you so much, Dr. Benjamin, for just allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you uh, in these last episode, the last episode of this episode. And I believe that there has been enough word shared that the individuals will be able to make a decision to accept the call of God upon their lives. And those mm-hmm. that are listening today, I encourage you to hear God for yourself. Begin to get in prayer. Begin to get in a relationship because in both episodes, Dr. Benjamin and I were talking about having that relationship. You don't want the gift without relationship. So Mm. get that relationship with Christ. Get in prayer. Seek him because he knows all. He sees all. He sees things happen before they even happen. And so he wants to speak to you just as he speaks to another if you have that relationship with him. And so we are praying and agreeing with the listeners today that you have a great encounter with the Lord that you've never had before, that there will be visitations of the Spirit of God that will Mm. cause an awakening and come upon your spirit, that you would know him in a new and a refreshing way. And so I thank you again for listening. And uh, Dr. Benjamin, if you can, again, give us your information that they're able to connect with your ministry, because I know you said you had YouTube as well, but your website. If you could give us your website as well so that they can know how to go directly to your website. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Watkins. My website is www.joebenjamin.org. That's our website where you can connect with us. But I'm on Instagram as well. Dr. Joe Benjamin at Dr. Joe Benjamin and you can send me a a message right there so we can continue this amazing conversation. Uh, Let me take this opportunity to say thank you so much to uh, Tasty Tidbits, amazing podcast. Thank you for having me here. It's been an absolute pleasure and I pray uh, may the blessing of God be upon you, Dr. Watkins, and may the work of your hands be blessed upon beyond measure in Jesus name amen I am humbled and I receive every word Dr. Benjamin and I thank you all listeners for listening in and get ready uh, for our podcast again in our next couple of episodes we've got more to come on different topics and so we are glad that you are listening in and continue to allow the word to feed your spirit until next time you have a blessed day bye-bye 
Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.